Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all, the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's journey for free on iOS and Android. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Cover to Cover. If you want to see me live, I will be at the Ale Smith Brewing Company with Jesse May Peluso and Ian Bag uh, in the San Diego area. And that is on Sunday, the 29th of August. Philadelphia added a second show, October 2nd, City Winery, Philadelphia, just added a 6 p.m. show. Come on out to that as well. Um, we're excited. Join Patreon. If you don't have one, get uh, we added a second tier over there, as you know, $10, $5 tier over on Patreon, cover to cover. Join up for that. Thank you to the people over at Hawthorne, hawthorne.co. This episode is brought to you by Hawthorne. trying to remember the first time I saw her and I remember I think it was this video because this is before like a virgin and then we know you know with like a virgin we all knew it boom but this was before the wedding dress on the VMAs this is before rolling around in the wedding dress doing like a virgin this is before kissing Britney at the other VMAs this is before uh, truth or dare this is before all of that this is this is early. This is Madonna, hairy armpit Madonna. Ooh. You know, down in the East Village, hanging out with uh, you know club kids. Uh, rolling. Remember, she did those Playboy photos. Came out. She did some artistic photo shoot when she was young to get a couple of bucks. Anyway, the reason why I was starting with Madonna, why not? Just 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 because it's great. 
I mean, Madonna's had some good ones. Say what you want about Madonna. She's had, but she's 63. She's 63. We, a couple of days ago, I believe August 16th is Madonna's birthday. She is 63 years old, so we want to wish Madonna a happy birthday. And uh, we started off with Borderline because, like I said, I think that's the first time I had ever kind of seen Madonna. And I think any of us of that age who remember, just remember, it was just a wild, who is this person? I need to know more. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't even, that wasn't even really my type of music, but she's one of those people who crossed over to any, I don't think you'd find many people. I know now it's a little different because she's whatever you want to say about her and her weirdness online or where the way her face looks or whatever that I'm taking all of that aside. I'm talking the early days, you know, the Madonna, we all knew and loved and I'll take it right up through many of, of, of her different, uh, incarnations the we you know when she was a when she was a hindu cowboy there was a time there where she was a hindu cowboy i didn't remember that era it was a mm-hmm. weird one cowboy hat on with hindu stuff all over her hands hindu ink art or whatever they call that and um uh, and she was playing a guitar for a minute and you mm-hmm. know but all the songs there were decent she songs was austin powers like she the, was that's yeah. right yeah there was there was there was some d- decent songs all throughout yeah all along the way uh, I love the early, I remember, you know, the actress, we had a little bit of an actress there it, mm. that never really kind of panned out. She tried, she was, they were making her like a name above the title star for a yeah. second in a weird Willem Dafoe movie. I forget what it was where she burns, she uh, drips candle wax on Willem Dafoe's nipples. Yeah, no, I yeah. said it. You heard it. You heard me correctly. People watch it. I forget the name of the movie. It was like a murder mystery movie this is way back we were this is let's face it not 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 just madonna this is in an era where they could make they would throw anybody make them a movie star give yeah. them a cindy crawford's a model yeah give her a fucking movie with billy baldwin let her be a movie star yeah. who else john denver who you mean john denver the guy from rocky mountain high yeah rocky mountain high mm-hmm. give them a movie put them in something with george burns and, and they could be funny together Movie star. Just yeah. what, do they have any acting ability? Who cares? Put them in a movie. Do you think that was like early on? That was just, I mean, obvious. It, it's interesting because we all talk about, especially like in comedy, you're like, oh, those people can sell tickets. They only book them because they could sell tickets. That right. was like, it's actually been happening forever. Sure. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know. Right. Then John Denver's got hits on the mm-hmm. radio. It's not because he's a. Why not make yeah. him a movie star? Yeah. Put him in a movie. And it worked in yeah. the case of, you know, Oh God and Oh God Book 2, I believe. Uh, with the John Denver movies. He didn't go on to any great uh, performances. He wasn't in Midnight Cowboy or anything like that. And neither was Madonna. You mm-hmm. know, Madonna went and did well, Avita. She was in Hebrew Cowboy. And she did, yeah, she did, uh, no, no. She did uh, you know, she made some movies. She, Sean Penn, she t- almost took Sean per- Penn's career down. Shanghai Surprise. You know, I don't know. Who cares? Madonna's Madonna. There's She's one of those people that... No matter what you say about her, it isn't. It's Madonna. You ju- you just always wrote it off as fuck it. It's Madonna. Mm. Hater or lover, I don't know. But anyway, so I don't know if you guys were looking at any of the what I things I look at Twitter and Instagram, and it was been her birthday the last couple of days, and you're seeing how she celebrated. She celebrated with all her kids, which you know I can't keep up. I don't know whose kid. I I know there was Lourdes who was. A, you know, now she's 16, 17, I believe, and she was with a backup dancer. We all remember that guy. I don't know where what's became of him, but 
anyway, and then there was a guy, Richie, the the film director, mm-hmm. and that's when Madonna had an English accent because she was li- guy Richie had an English accent. She was living in England. She went full English accent. She was, and but she didn't get shamed the way the Aladia Baldwin yes. did. Everyone said, just let Madonna be Madonna, and if she wants to speak English. But I'll say this: people in, in our household were shaming her. Oh, you? They were yeah. oh, over at the over at the cons. Yeah, you guys they were. were, they were. I, I'm actually surprised that the cons were even following anything Madonna. <laughs> oh. I don't know much about the con family, but you don't. You guys don't seem like the type of people who'd be following Madonna, the ins How and outs of you? Madonna's career. How dare you? <laughs> I. You guys seem the type of people who'd be out swilling, like you said. Mountain Dew and uh, and eating, <laughs> I didn't say and eating a soup. I'm, I'm not even not even the good cakes. I'm no. talking the you know, the little Debbies. You guys mm. would be eating those little Debbies cakes yeah. and swilling Mountain Dew after school. That's what I I don't know. I'm just, I've created my own image of what's going on over at the cons yeah. in in Las Vegas. Yeah. But anyway, so it's not super far. But <laughs> you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm in yeah. the I'm in the yeah. ballpark. Uh, anyway, Madonna. I'll say that. So I'm looking at these pictures of the family, mm-hmm. and some of them there was there's a couple of Guy Ritchie kids. I think there's one or two. I'm not sure. There's a couple of adopted kids, all you know, good looking. They're getting a little older now, mm-hmm. so they're all cute kids. Uh, there's like six of them, I think. Some adopted, some not. You know, the adopted ones are obviously the black kids, and you know, I'm not not trying to be racist, but that's the way it is. But it's it's just genetics, I think. Well, you know, whatever you call it. that's fame. Yeah, you know? <laughs> right. So she's got, and it it's they were all there. Mm-hmm. They all celebrated her 63rd birthday. I know she's had some of the kids have had some issues with her. I think the guy Richie kid, the son Rocco, I believe mm-hmm. is his name. He was having some issues with her. I, maybe they've you know whatever. It's 16. Yeah, I think no my 16 is 16. Whether your mom. Is is Madonna or Jerry Frangiola. Yep. But I wasn't making trouble. You know, now these kids go on Twitter and shame their mother if they're yeah. famous, you know. I just screamed at my father that I wanted to join clown college. You know, that's the way I rebelled. It was a different type of rebellion. Mm-hmm. I said, I will show everyone and I'll become a clown. That was an interesting... I still to this day don't know the angle there. Like, even if I became the best clown in the world, I think I lose. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I... I would yell to my family in times of, uh, you know, when we were a- when I was angry at my family, I don't need this household. I don't need 28th, 30th, and Ocean Avenue. I will leave here tomorrow mm-hmm. and join Clown College. Yeah. It, which at that time, Ringling Brothers was a thing that you could have, but before it was, t- you know, uh, it was a not allowed because of every... Everything about everything, a, everything about, about a circus, I think, is wrong. Yeah, you know, hey, look over here. There's midgets. Uh, look over here. We're abusing an elephant. How about over there? We're abusing a lion. Mm-hmm. And and here's a freak show. What's in the freak show? Just people that a bearded uh, woman. Yeah, three of them a, now running for governor in California. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what? You can't say that. That's not right. No. So, but anyway, that's that's kind of what the circus was. Yeah. You know? And now you can't do any of that mm-hmm. stuff. But when I was growing up, it was a legitimate field. And there was an ad in the paper. I know I've talked about this before. Come to Clown College, Ringling mm-hmm. Brothers Clown College, and learn to be a clown. And I, w- that was what I wanted <laughs> yeah. to be. And I, and it, and in my head, I was going to show everybody. Mm-hmm. Like I, but I don't even know the level. Like for a guy like me, who's older, I, there were like two famous clowns, uh, Bozo, okay. out of Chicago. Um, who I don't know. He just he was like a clown on on Chicago uh, television, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't really know what he did outside of that. Other than creepiest looking clown you're ever going to see is Bozo. Yeah. 
Um, then you had uh, like the clowns that sold hamburgers. You know, it was Ronald McDonald was oh, okay. was a he was like a famous clown, but he was strictly a a uh, you know bur- a hamburger guy. He didn't really yeah. move on to any better things than that. And then you had a, an actual guy who was a clown, and he, I think he went and did like I don't Emmett Kelly was Emmett Kelly, mm-hmm. and Emmett Kelly I believe was a clown like people would go see him mm-hmm. like they would buy tickets this is back when there were nothing it was no entertainment yeah and there would people would buy tickets to see Emmett Kelly uh he was famous for like sweeping up a a light on the stage you know oh. they would move the light around the stage and he would sweep it oh, you know, whatever okay. and this is, and yeah. people would go see this shit you know now i i i have to beg people to come see me you know perform legitimate mm. good comedy for an hour yeah and people would go spend their top dollar to see emmett kelly sweep up a light on the stage anyway that's why i wanted to, the goal was to be emmett kelly yeah and I don't think Emmett Kelly wanted to be Emmett Kelly. Emmett <laughs> Kelly's just like, I failed at everything else. Now I'm going to yeah. fucking, you know, this is what I'm going to be doing. No one's covered, no and one's I cornered this market. Don't yeah. you talk to me, Dad. I'm a, going to be a clown. And then, of course, I just went into the electrical business instead, mm-hmm. which is probably a better choice. I don't know if, you know, I got at least I, I, I went in the apprenticeship program for the local three IBW, and uh, I didn't become a clown. Mm-hmm. Never. I never even... Got to the point where I I was shopping around for a red nose or 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 large shoes. No, I don't even know the first step you take, like to enter clown college. I'm seeing the kids now. If you go into any of the stores right now, it's back to school. Actually, most of them are back now. I'm seeing a bunch of pictures on Instagram and stuff of people. First day of school, first day of school, first day of school. So I think they're already back. Um, but I'm seeing all the back to school sections mm-hmm. in Target and whatever else. And so you have to, you know, you, we all need certain, you know, remember, you remember yeah. going back to school, Alex, you need certain things. You yeah. need your backpack. You need your, you know, your whatever. Pencil sharpener. A pencil sharpener. A couple of new clothes. Notebooks. Binders. There you go. That's it. All that shit. You needed it. Glue. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Everybody needed it. Then uh, I don't know what you need, like, for your first day of clown college. If there's anyone <laughs> out there who uh, who went to clown college and would like to tell us. I think a box full of dead animals <laughs> is what you have to show up <laughs> Like, with. what did you have to show up with, uh, like, a flower that squirted water yeah. or... Uh, you got to go to the Houdini and now I know, shop. Now, I know clowning these days has become different. It's mm-hmm. more like a Cirque du Soleil thing where you have to be an acrobat. Yeah. But I'm talking old school clowning mm-hmm. when you were pulling out, you know... Uh, a, a handkerchief out of your pocket yeah and it turned out it was longer than and then expected mm-hmm. you know most people would be like is that just a handkerchief no there's more to it than that watch it keeps going yeah and a flower just squirt a little water your shoes are big blah 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 blah, blah, blah. yeah how many people can you fit in a car how many people can fit in a car try how about 12 yeah okay well uh, well days, i don't know how small is the these car? days that's called coyoteing and it's not uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not proper how dare you yeah so anyway that is um how do we get on clowning? I don't know. We're talking about Madonna. Uh, Madonna, yeah. Somehow Madonna led me to clowning. Uh, you know, no, I was the, saying that Rocco, she was having trouble with Rocco, oh, yes. one of the kids. And I believe she was having also some trouble with uh, with uh, Laudis as well. Um, however you pronounce it. I love that how name. you say it. Is it Laudis? Is it, I would call her just Lourdes. Lourdes, right? Yeah, Lourdes. That's what I Lourdes. would say. But, what was I saying? But Madonna probably says Laudis. Yeah, I don't know. Honestly. Okay. it's a, She's a good looking girl. She's, you know, now she's, she looks like Madonna. She looks like mm-hmm. a, a perfect uh, combination of the husband or the whatever he was at the time, mm-hmm. the backup dancer. And mm-hmm. the employee. Now, yeah, the employee. <laughs> and now she's got this new kid, which is, it, it, I mean, it's kind of almost shocking to look, 
to see them because he was there as well at some of the 63rd birthday celebrations. And uh, he's 26. He's a 26. And I think he was also some sort of backup dancer. Mm. And uh, and he's there with her. you know. He, and they've been together for quite some time now. It's been yeah. a, like a couple of years, I think. And it's just... It's just fucking bizarre. It's and I know. Yeah. Listen, everything Madonna does is bizarre. Like it, that's kind of her act. The thing is, like, is but the you know with the you know making out with the kid and this little kid, mm-hmm. and you know sixty three, sixty three. I mean, that shit is shocking. It's shocking that I'm not saying. Listen, old. We are all getting older. That's there's nothing wrong with that. But I'm saying for, for you, uh, we're old. Yeah. It. I cannot believe that Madonna is 63 years old. That's crazy. I mean, it's, cr- and, and then her boyfriend. <laughs> Trying is, to find his 20, age. Yeah. 26. I just yeah. read it before. And before we went there, I, I read it. It was 26. Um, it's a, the pictures of them together, weird. It's very strange. Yeah. It's, but, you know, whatever. That's that's the way that thing goes. And, and who knows? We all, so anyway, happy birthday, Madonna. Mm-hmm. I don't have any beep. I love Madonna. I have loved borderline that song mm-hmm. i love like a bird. I, early madonna vision quest madonna when she's in that movie for a split second she's dancing in a you know in a in a bar great of desperately seeking susan great movie mm-hmm. like holds up good new york movie uh i mean she's done she's done it she doesn't need to do anything else let her fuck some 27 year old i whatever mm. if he's happy everybody's happy Enjoy your life. Good. Now we have another clip. Oh. This is just just now. Maybe the story. It's it's an interesting story, regardless of whether you're a sports fan or not. Uh, Jack Morris. Jack Morris is a pitcher that I remember. I mean, he was a great pitcher in his day. Uh, now he does play by play and color commentary for the. I believe the Detroit Tigers. Now the Detroit Tigers were playing the California Angels uh, of Anaheim, whatever we're calling them these days. Uh, and they have a player, Japanese player, uh, Shoshani Otani. The fucking guy is unbelievable. Now you don't Sho- have Shohi Otani. Shohi Otani. Yeah. You don't. You now you don't have to 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 follow baseball to even understand what this guy has done. He's a pitcher, an amazing pitcher, and also he's leading the league in home runs. So it's like if you know anything about baseball, you know the pitcher doesn't even really hit, especially in the American League. They don't even they don't hit at all in the American League. So it's just crazy that he that he's this amazing player that does everything and everyone loves him and whatever. Uh, I don't know much about him outside of that. I So anyway, this is last night's game. Uh, he is up he is up at the plate and uh, Jack Morris is doing the play-by-play and this is what he said about uh Now what do you do with Shohei Otani? Be better, better careful. <laughs> there you go. Well, folks, uh, when you're ready for the apology, <laughs> let me know. I got it queued up. <laughs> so, so that's like the fourth inning. The apology comes. Now, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and give us the apology? Yeah, I mean that was like. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was probably about the third or so. So he's and the apology comes in the ninth inning. So it's pretty quick turnaround. Yeah. that he got the apology. Shohei Otani is coming to the plate, and uh, it's been brought to my attention, and I sincerely apologize if I offended anybody, especially anybody in the Asian community for what I said about pitching and being careful to uh, Jose or 
Shohei Otani. <laughs> you almost uh, said yeah, Jose. Yeah, Jose Otani. Whatever. He's thing, and I apologize if I did. Certainly respect and have the utmost respect for this guy. Yeah. So yeah. now people are, you know, that they're coming for him. He's done. He's got to be, you know, eh, it's a, it's you know, it's it. It's one of those things where. Listen, we can goof around. Mm-hmm. We're two comedians doing a podcast that nobody cares about. And we could, you know, do Asian voices. Um, but if you're at the level where you're Jack Morris and you're probably working for a large network mm-hmm. and you're working for the MLB and and, and, uh, and all that, like, I, I, there's got to you. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, this guy, obviously, I read up a little bit on Jack Morris and he said mm-hmm. other stupid things along the way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Whatever. He's an old sports mm-hmm. guy from the 70s. I mean, I, I'm sure he's probably not the most politically correct, is, is, yeah, he, if that's He probably a also term. played most of his games on cocaine. Right, you know exactly. What I mean? like, right, right, right. Yeah, everything about yeah. The, 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 that era of baseball that he came up it in was, was wrong. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, And Jack Marshall was one of those guys that was mm-hmm. known for that kind of behavior. So there, you know, I don't know if you guys heard it. He, he, he did like an Asian accent, yeah. basically what he said. It was kind of quick. He said, "Be you want it again." Uh, yeah, let's hear it one more time, and you'll hear it. I listened to it ten times over number. So, here you go. Now, what do you do with Shohei Otani? Be very, better careful. <laughs> See, that was him doing an Asian accent. He was saying, "Be better, better careful of uh, of pitching yeah. to to uh, Shohei Otani." Um, so there you go. I just these are. Everybody's an idiot, you know. Everybody is an idiot. We all, we're all, we all make stupid mistakes. Uh, anyone who hasn't, I don't, I just don't know. But you know, you have to be sensitive to people. Uh, I, I understand it. I'm, I'm reading some of the tweets about it uh, today, and mm-hmm. and just it's people like, you know, just, just don't, just don't do it. Just, you know. There used to be a character. I just I I know we always talk about like just things are just different, and they are, and it's probably all f- for the better, or is it? I don't know. But there used to be a character on Saturday Night Live that like, and I'm talking way back. I'm talking when yeah. Saturday Night Live when if something happened on Saturday Night Live in in uh, late seventies, early eighties, you could not go out to work or school the next day without that being like the one thing everybody was saying. Mm -hmm. Uh, I never understood or got even as a kid or I never got Mr. Bill, you know, it was like a Play-Doh character and he would go, Oh no, Mr. Bill. And it would squash him. But literally you would walk down the street and people would have, Mm -hmm. Oh no, Mr. Bill t-shirts. And they would say, Oh no, Mr. Bill. They would say to each other. And it was like, I don't know, but it, it it was just so ingrained in the culture. But then anyway, my point is this. There was a character, I believe it was played by Garrett Morris. And he was basically, this is before baseball was, was basically all Latino players, mm-hmm. like it is now. But there was a few Latino players in baseball, and they basically had this character that it would go, baseball has been very, very good to me. And people, I mean, mm-hmm. we everywhere you went, if you ask somebody, mm-hmm. how you doing? Uh, everything is very, very good to me. And now, Garrett Morris, I think it was Garrett Morris who played that character. Garrett Morris would be in, mm-hmm. in prison. Castrated, for, yes. <laughs> that ca- and we literally, not only did we applaud, we wanted it every week on Saturday yeah. Live. We need more of... Very, very good to me. Very, very, I mean, J- John Belushi played the samurai, mm-hmm. which th- there's no way in hell Never. that could have happened. Uh, this is 
all. John Belushi better be very, very careful. <laughs> that, that's yeah. what he used to do. Yeah, I know. I mean, he and, and then I, I mean, I, going back as early as Chelsea lately. I mean, we would do this shit, and even when even when we were doing it then, mm-hmm. this is seven years ago, or whatever. I was like, I don't know about oh, that yeah. one, like that. Really, we're gonna do a. Mm-hmm. We would do like a, a like a sketch called "Reave Me a Own." It was you know these yeah. Asian. And I was like, "Fuck, man, this is this is bad." I never You're just did. Waiting for him to I come did out. not do any of those sketches. In my defense, thank you very much. I was even woke. Thank you back then, where I was like, I don't know if I want to be a part of that one. Yeah, and thank God I didn't. You just threw Heather Josh. McDonald did now. Yeah. Um, so, so anyway, that was uh, there. You go. That's Jack Morris. Another. Just wow, wow, stupid. Everyone's stupid. I, I, we've all been dumb. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was when I was hosting the um, the uh, Sons of Anarchy after show with the fucking bane of my existence. Um, we had come back. It was like the, the opening episode of season eight or seven or whatever. I think it wound up being that final season, and we did an episode after that, and uh, and the episode opened with like them pushing a guy in a wheelchair down the street or lighting him on fire, whatever the fucking horrible shit they did on that show. And so the, and then they, the, the network FX was like, it's like, so talk about that. And they had scripted me something. Yeah. And I, I said something along the lines of like, uh, you know, this show's crazy. Like what show starts off with, you know, lighting a crippled guy on fire. And I, at the time, I'm so fucking, I, didn't, I guess I'm stupid. I didn't realize crippled was a derogatory term. I don't think it is. It, it, well, I found out <laughs> that it was. I mean, I got mm. so much shit that the next day, like, I was, I mean, people hated me anyway on that show, but I was getting. Oh, you mean all the uh, people threatening to rape your family uh, yeah, exactly, were like, exactly, how, yeah, dare yeah. how dare you, you say, say crippled? crippled? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. No, no kidding. Yeah, I mean, that's what it was. Yeah. Uh, they were like, how dare you say crippled? I'll fucking murder you in the street when I see you. But that's, so. that's evident of the fact that people like, and I think that's even the case today. People, they care more about the murdering you in the streets than the reason they're murdering you in the right, streets. Right, right, you course, know. Yeah. I mean, it's all just yeah. b- uh, backwards and whatever. But there you go. I mean, would anybody miss Jack Morris in the in the booth if he wasn't there anymore? Yeah, uh, who knows? I, I don't. The people of Detroit could probably answer that. They have to listen to him every day. I think it's Detroit, as a matter of fact. But who knows? Anyway, on to some more uh, pressing news. Uh, just a quick thing that I want to say to you guys. I, I talked a little bit about it on Patreon, but I want to talk about it on the regular one because I know we have more listeners on this regular one. And I want to ask, I, I just wonder when uh, all of, many of you are going to start making the apologies to me um, about Britney Spears because uh, many of you, are t- and you for a long time you were attacking me for my my stance on the uh, on the uh, conservatorship and uh, and the father and I knew nothing I know nothing of of, of what's going on mm-hmm. I have no no knowledge of it outside of what the knowledge we all have I'm mm-hmm. not a, a lawyer and I'm not involved in the case but I, my my uh, belief was always I think that um, this the father is is maybe not the 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 uh, pariah that we're all making him out to be mm-hmm. i think maybe he's uh needs to be there yeah. to keep an eye on things and otherwise it would all go to shit and i could be wrong mm-hmm. 
But oh my God, uh, every time I said it on Juicy Scoop or whatever yeah. else, I would get so attacked. I mean, more, more attacked than I get for any other stance that I've taken outside of my soda stance that I said people shouldn't be drinking so much soda. That was the only other one that I got yeah. more shit about. People were like, I want my soda. So it, these are the two things. It goes Britney, soda, <laughs> sons of anarchy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's exactly. These are the things that people are concerned about. Don't take away my soda. And, uh, and 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 Britney Spears' father is a fucking asshole. Yes. So these are the things people care about. Anyway, um, so now that the, uh, a week ago or so, the father said he's leaving the conservatorship. Um, and I know it wasn't going to be, we all knew, I, I guess, I don't know much about conservatorships, but it wasn't going to be an overnight thing. It mm-hmm. was going to be, father's out, Britney Spears is free. She's now here, mm-hmm. she is, now she's back on stage singing like a normal person. <laughs> here uh, she is on Fallon. Right, yeah. exactly. That just wasn't, wasn't going no. to happen. Uh, so I think there's a few more steps that have to happen before it's completely dissolved, this conservatorship. Mm-hmm. Um, but at this point, the father's gone. And I don't, maybe I'm wrong. But if you guys follow her on Instagram, and I think most of you probably do, like I do, it seems like shit has gotten crazier weird. since the father has left. Mm-hmm. And that was to a week and a half ago. So obviously the father was not, and I know many of you have, at least you think you do, have the inside track and all this. And you're like, well, the father never had anything to do with the Instagram. It was this person, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Whatever the case may be. Okay, but someone was telling her to keep her clothes on. Right. I'm saying now it's become naked shit, yes. which is, I, I, you know, the girl. She's got a nice body. She's covering everything up. Mm-hmm. You know, she's not completely nude, but she's completely nude. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's just covering like nipples with her hands. Mm-hmm. If you saw the one that I saw yesterday, I saw that and one. it was even another one yesterday. Mm-hmm. They're all like older pictures. Yeah. The pictures that she's posted before. Do you think she's about to start an OnlyFans? I mean, maybe that's her you know, plan. That's so. This OnlyFans is the strangest thing because they're they. I've been I've been getting a bunch of emails from mm-hmm. people at OnlyFans like. I really love you to come over here. Like, I think they want me yeah. to take this podcast. Patreon. They're trying to legitimize mm-hmm. OnlyFans uh, as not being just a porn situation. Yeah. They're like, which will completely delegitimize anyone who goes right, over to right. OnlyFans. I think what they're trying to do is make it a Patreon type situation yeah. where if you guys want people to pay, have them come to OnlyFans mm-hmm. to get your your. So I've been getting them like have a meeting with us and. I was like, no, I, I'm already. I already have Patreon. Like, why yeah. would I say no? I'm gonna go to OnlyFans now. Get my 1,500 people to move over. That's mm-hmm. right, 1,515. I think to get to move over to. We're, mm-hmm. I'm good here. Yeah, I'm good on Patreon. So anyway, uh, the, the 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 Britney Spears thing. I just like the the nudity thing is something completely new in Britney Spears' world because she's always been. Listen, she's been an oddball and and whatever. Uh, it, you know, it's it, things have been a little off. Mm-hmm. Whether you love her or or whatever the case may be, let's face it, things have been a little off. <clears throat> but the there's never been really a nudity thing. Mm-hmm. This is new, mm-hmm. and it's strange to just see a. Uh, it's a weird time to start. It's that. Thank you, Alec. That's a perfect mm-hmm. way to say it. It's a weird time to start. Yeah. Now with the hands over the tits, going, you know, yeah. Look at me. I so I don't know. I don't know. And everything I'd heard about people arguing for her is she just wants to be a mom. She just wants right. to live a normal life. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, actually, it looks like she wants to take her clothes off on the internet. Uh, yeah, which I is, I don't I don't get the, the this new clothes off thing. And hey, if it's, if it's I want to be free and whatever, okay. Cool. I know people are probably reading things into it as they mm-hmm. do on Britney yeah. Spears' Instagram. 
It's a sign of liberation. Right. No, she feels it's liberated. not. <laughs> so I, no, listen. somebody didn't hand her the right amount of pills this morning. That's right. what it is. I, yeah, I, it seems like that. Yeah. And and so all I'm saying is, it's it's starting to look like what I was saying. And 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 I'm not saying this. I'm I'm not saying this to be callous and, and insensitive. I'm saying that it's starting to seem like maybe that, she needs exactly yes. somebody needs to be there. You know, mental illness, mental illness. It, it is a real thing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I'm fortunate in, in the fact that I don't have uh, you know a mental illness, uh, not yet at least. But I might if you people keep telling me about Britney Spears, um, I might <laughs> be going that route. But uh, but 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 obviously Britney Spears mm-hmm. has some sort of mental uh, yes. issues, yes. and I'm and I'm not saying that in a bad way. And uh, and I somebody when you have mental issues, somebody needs to be there, whether the father's the right guy or not, or whoever the lawyer, mm-hmm. whoever the, the. I don't uh, think it's the twenty-seven-year-old rip boyfriend, Sam or, Ashkari. Yeah, yeah. Is he the right person? No. I don't even know. Like I. Is he a bad guy? I, he pro- looks like I, he's got his own mental health issues. Well, I mean, he's obviously something's up there. I yeah. mean, he's he's a gorgeous person. Like, does he need this shit? Mm-hmm. Well, he he needs it for Instagram followers. Yes, and, uh, but I don't know if he's spinning it into. He doesn't seem to be spinning it into like any career or anything. Mm-mm. So uh, maybe he's not using. I don't know. I'm just giving you my take on the whole thing. But it does seem like my take at this point. Things could all change. What I was simply saying. Years ago, when people when this whole free Britney thing began, all I was saying was, I'm not saying the father should or shouldn't be there. What I was saying was, I don't think we're ever getting, you know, a lucid mm-hmm. Britney Spears who's out doing interviews and and making movies and 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 even touring. I don't think that's coming back for mm-hmm. whatever reason, whether it be a conservatorship or mental health or whatever. And it seems. At this point, lawyers or yeah, judges are, are are taking certain things away. They're they're like, I don't know. Even even the judges who who have more information than most of us, yes, they're like, uh, let's tap the brakes on some of these you know things. So well, well, you're talking about like, oh, will she ever perform again? It looks to me like she might not even be able to go to the grocery store again. You well, know what I mean? Right? Like, She's saying. She's saying that she doesn't want to perform again. Yeah. I think, and that's, uh, yeah, I think I've heard. And that I too. think that that's part of the conservatorship that they made. What she's saying is they made her perform, like oh. they made her do Vegas, and they made, and she didn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Who knows whether that's true or not? I don't know. But anyway, at this point, the father said he's stepping down, and that was two weeks ago, maybe not even two weeks ago, and it seems like shit's gone even a little more bonkers. So. Whether there needs to be a few other pieces need to fall into place before. What I, what my point is, and to wrap this all up because I feel like we talk about this way too much, is I just don't think, and you guys can agree or disagree with me. I don't think we we, we might get some sort of bar. You know, I I always go back to Barbara Walters, but she's not doing. I think she's got her own mental issues. But you know, it's like. Mm-hmm. There used to be a time when if something shit went down, you did a Barbara Walters yes. interview. Now it may be an Oprah or whoever. Yeah. Whoever's the big interview person. Gail. You might get a Gail. Yeah, maybe in a Gail do a, 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 a Sunday, CBS Sunday morning mm-hmm. or whatever. But um, it's probably, they're going to be a sit down Oprah interview 
like she did with uh, you know with Harry and Meghan, with us sitting in a in a nice mm-hmm. backyard in in Santa Barbara, and this and Madonna and and uh, not Madonna, but Britney Spears is sitting there completely <laughs> lucid, saying, yeah. "Here's what happened over the last few years." And I don't think it's. I, listen, I would fucking love it if it if it happened. If whatever mm-hmm. pill she was on, she came off of, or or did, yes. you know, and was able to say, "Here's what happened: ten, eight years, and I mm-hmm. was under this conservatorship, and now yeah. I'm here. I am again, everybody. And it, it ain't happening." Uh, so anyway, that that's our take on Britney Spears. Can we talk? That we're done with it. We're done with it. Um. Wild stuff going on. Uh, four skills to identify. This is I. You know, we're hearing a lot of stories, Alex, about uh, employees. I mm-hmm. can't. I can't find them. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't open my business because I can't. I don't have the employee. And you know, it's become such a political hot button issue. Just mm-hmm. dis- screaming. They're giving them too much money. These people don't want to work because they're getting too much money. And then, of course, other people are saying, "Well, they don't want to work for a fucking you know a, a wage that they can't even live on." And, you know, basically slave wage. And I understand, I do kind of understand both sides of the story. I have friends in the restaurant business, who, and but I also understand that it's tough to live on whatever they're being paid if you're working at, you know, certain uh, jobs. It's tough. It's tough. So who knows what the answer is? I certainly don't have any fucking answers. And that, which is why I don't run for any type of political office. But I'm beginning to think about it. Because it doesn't seem like anybody needs to have any answers. Mm-hmm. You just go, oh, shit, I didn't know that was the case. If you got your finger on the pulse yeah. of the problem, you don't need <laughs> right. the answers. I'll be up there doing just, just talking about uh, you know Jack Morris. I don't think he should have said that Asian accent. So here's, uh, this is, I thought would be interesting to discuss. Four new skills to identify an employee worth hiring. Ooh. Okay. This new is, skills. Uh, new skills. And, uh, you know, this is, we're in a new world, Alex. So let's see what people are looking for these days. They're looking for emotional intelligence on the job. Okay. You know what that is, Alex? That means not getting fired for saying, thank you very much or whatever. What did he say? Be yeah, very, yeah. very careful. Right. So you just got to have some emotional at- yes. intelligence. Uh Look for transparency. Transparency is a hot commodity these days. Sometimes the tendency is for employees to hide, withdraw, stonewall, or put up a mask to avoid tough situations or conflicts. That masks hides what they truly are uh, are in challenging <laughs> customer facing situations. So look for look for uh, resilience and flexibility in your in, in your employees. Okay. I think these uh, are all things employers have always looked for. Look for people who manage their emotions well. Mm-hmm. I agree with all of these. Um, and uh, I, I've worked in situations, the, the number three, actually, uh, look for people who manage their emotions well is, uh, is huge. Mm-hmm. I've seen some shit. And yeah. I'm talking in the restaurant business. I'm talking in show business. And, and uh, it's, it's uh, yeah, that's, that's a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I, I would imagine this is, talking about jobs that are a little more um high stress high yeah and look for empathy this is different world see this is mm-hmm. what we're talking about we talk about on this podcast from time to time like i had to leave that that set of that movie because the guy yelled at the cameraman and i mm-hmm. won't so now empathy is a thing you need in the workplace which is probably a good thing you know but also we got to get a fucking job done here and depending mm-hmm. upon the, the job you know, don't be an asshole to the fucking guy who has to work the drive-thru. You know, that we could, that's, it'll, everybody will get that cheeseburger. Yeah. Do we need to 
but certain jobs, yeah, I would imagine you need a little empathy. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's an, I thought that would be interesting to discuss. Alex, do you feel that those are four things that should be uh, looked at as far as hiring? I mean, to me, it sounds like I, I used to, I used to, you know, work in retail management and I know what it's like to hire a bunch of people who are underqualified for everything and yeah. like a bunch of teenagers. And these are the same things you've always looked for in people. Right. You want right. a, a hardworking, good person. Oh, weird. Yeah. You don't find many of them. No, I mean, not and, anymore, really. And I think if you get them, you really got to, mm-hmm. you really got to hold on tight. That's why if you get them, if you get like employees that are top notch, you got to pay them a certain rate. You got to, you got to say, no, we got to hang on to this guy. You know, I think it'd because, be, cause a lot of the time it's like, you know, if you get a raise, they're like, Hey, keep that on the hush. We don't want everyone knowing you got a raise. How about we start letting people know, Hey, guess what? This guy, he's getting 20 an hour now. Cause he's not a fuck up like all of you guys. And there maybe, you go. That's, maybe, that's, that's a good management skill that yeah. Alex, Alex is a slave driver and mm. he wants other people to know that he has some people that I'm playing he, favorites. Yeah. He's playing favorites, <laughs> but not a bad angle. Uh, men's heels are on the rise, Alex. Mm. This is from Vogue. This is not from some bullshit uh, publication. Vogue magazine. <laughs> okay? This is not some bullshit publication. No, I mean, that's yeah. the top of the line mm. of fashion magazine. Five shoe lovers on where they shop for their heels. Mm. This is a men's, men's heels. And I'm talking, I'll show you a picture, Alex. This is a guy at the office. And this is, and this is not a joke. Uh, if you can see that one picture I'm showing you there, you see him with the with his. Yeah. He's got his heels on. Oh, I know on. it's not a joke. And um, what well, that one on the left is a stiletto almost. Well, that that's what I'm saying. That yeah. that that's the one. Like the other ones. Listen, if you're a rock star, I can understand. Yeah. If you're David like a, Bowie a or, or yeah, yeah, Kiss or any of those guys, yeah. And I, I got get, a manager. I used to have a manager who's a short guy. He'd wear those. I've seen. I've seen some. You know, yeah. the, I watched that show Sunset, uh, Selling Sunset, mm-hmm. and um. The two little guys, there's two little twins who are like a charge of the of the the the, mm-hmm. the, the fake real estate agency, and because it's you know it's kind of a fake reality show, and uh, they're two little tiny guys. They mm-hmm. must be five foot five, whatever. And I sometimes I see them uh, when they're at party. They go to parties mm-hmm. and, and they're, they're wearing the they're wearing big heels, yeah, yes, to make them you know five foot eight or whatever. But anyway, so these guys have so that's a hot. As you know, we always like to talk fashion on this uh, pod. Give you the fashion mm-hmm. trends. Um, so, guys, get them. Get your get your high heels. What are the five places? Uh, the five places to get them. Yes. Uh, Where do they recommend I go for a good male heel? Uh, hold on, hold on, Alex. Let me let me. Well, I would. I'm sure it's places you're probably not going to. I don't think they have an REI. You know. So, <laughs> well, no, you, you might um, be surprised. Yeah. Th- so uh, yeah, they're just saying. Uh, they're not actually saying stores. Oh, okay. See, here's here's a uh, Mark Bryan. He's an engineer influencer, and he's in a full, like you know, heels. Do you think um, he does more influence for a living or more engineering for a living? Well, the funny thing is, it's like, if you're in that type of work, sure. Like, this guy is a TikTok star, mm-hmm. Wisdom K. Yeah. And he's, he, he's got to do and, something different. And he's got big heels on, but I'm like, yeah, 
Well, his job is a TikTok star. Mm-hmm. If you're working uh, as an electrician, yeah, you know, I don't know if you could be showing up in big heels. You're more worried like, about a steel got, toe. Yeah, we got to yeah. get up the ladder. I uh, well, I would love to get up the ladder, but I got a seven-inch heel on right now. Well, can you take it off? Fuck you, I can't. Uh, you, I'll, I'll, be, you'll, I will see you at uh, at uh, Human Resources. Don't tell me to take <laughs> off my heels. But we just got to climb the ladder. Well, I will not climb the ladder because it's dangerous in my giant pumps. <laughs> If you're going to wear the heels, I think it's time to actually completely elevate your personal care routine. And there's no better way to do that than with Hawthorne. I absolutely love my Hawthorne products. I feel like every time I leave the shower, I've entered a spa in my own bathroom with this stuff that they've given me. I mean, from the colognes that... I have a day cologne and a night cologne. Mm-hmm. One is called work. One is called play. Ooh. I don't know which one I like better, mm-hmm. but I'm, t- I'm the type of guy now who's walking around smelling good in the daytime. Mm-hmm. Normally, I'd only put on my cologne for you know night out of the club. Now, I'm putting it on for day to day, and it's nice. Got a little bit of a citrus scent, some eucalyptus. It's fantastic. And the reason I got it personally tailored to me because you do uh, at Hawthorne, you do a little quiz, and the quiz is fantastic. And they learn a little about you. Do you do this? Do that? It's easy. It's quick. It's fun. You learn a little, and they tailor uh, everything you need around uh, your answer to the quiz. So it's really, it's a premium men's grooming brand that makes it easy to be your best, confident, uh, elevate your skin care, your hair care, all essentials that work for you. Yeah, they, they work with your needs and your body type and your, uh, your oily skin, you have dry skin. I mean, I have the cologne, I have the, uh, the body lotion, I have the face wash. All of it has just elevated my, I don't know, your routine, Alex, your mm-hmm. skincare routine. But why not make it a little better? I mean, we could all just wash our face with ivory soap. Yeah, But you do this Hawthorne thing, you just feel better. We talked about happiness earlier. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just feel happier leaving the bathroom that day, the shower, and st- and because you're a cover-to-cover listener, you have to go to Hawthorne because you, Hawthorne.co, H-A-W-T-H-O-R-N-E.co, Promo code COVER, C-O-V-E-R. That'll get you 10% off. Take the quiz. Elevate your husband or your lifestyle mm-hmm. and, your, and your, uh, your personal care routine. I think that and some heels will make you the talk of the town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fall's coming. You know, your skin's going to be drier. Things are going to dry out. Winter's coming. Mm-hmm. Get the face lotion and the face wash. I love it all. I really do. Now, I do a lot of ads on this podcast. Some of the stuff I uh, I half-assed my way through. Mm-hmm. But this one, because I'm a bit of a personal care guy. Yeah. I absolutely love my Hawthorne. So go out and, uh, and you try it out and see how you like it. Hawthorne.co, promo code COVER, get 10% off. There you go. Mm-hmm. The, the world is changing, and you got to change along with it. So what if this person wants to wear big heels? This guy's in a, here's his Shohabahan. He's the co-founder of Cyro, but he works in that bit. You know, he's in a business in New York City. Probably mm. works down in the meatpacking district, and he can run around oh, in his heels. He? And everyone's like, "Yes, have some fun, enjoy your life." Yeah, here's another guy. He's a co-founder of Cyro. I don't even know what the fuck Cyro is, but I'm sure it's one of those hip. Here's Parker Kit Hill, he model and influencer. Oh yeah, it's a, these big <laughs> giant. That's like really, 
That's a real job. What do you do for work? What do I do for work? Um, I'm a, a, a fireman or a police officer? No, 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 no. Doctor? Uh, no. Construct, carpenter, construction? No, no, I'm a model and influencer. Mm. Oh, okay. Because here's the thing, and I know my, no, this would be me if I was at like a yeah. party with them. I don't know much about anything. But uh, I feel like modeling is, is, is that even a thing anymore? Like, yeah. are there models? Because I feel like every, models are now just a, 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 the, one of the Kardashians puts on an outfit. Yes. And everyone goes out and buys that outfit. So they're not real models because the Kardashians are five foot three. So they're not, you know, traipsing up and down a runway, mm-hmm. six foot one, yeah. where everything hangs nicely on them. Not unlike myself, Alex. I could put on a, an outfit and it yeah. hangs nicely on me. Something You got a swimmer's body, I think they call that. <laughs> okay, I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's certainly not true, but I'm going to take that. Um, but it, from time, you know, I, I, from time to time, I mm. can, something will hang nicely on me. I yeah. see other people who wear things better than me. Mm-hmm. But uh, for the most part, I can listen. If you were having a, I'm not. I'm not talking high end fat runway show. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking Paris or New York or any of the high Milan. Nope. I'm not talking that. But if you're doing something in a mall in the Midwest, and mm-hmm. you, you know, you, and you got a, you need a, you need a couple of people to traipse up and down your runway for J.C. Penney's yeah. latest um, pants. So you can see the uh, think, Christmas yeah, line. I, exa- I think yeah. you might want to give me a call. Yeah. I think I, I think I'm not going to fuck it up. I think I'm going to have empathy. And what were the four things? Um, I think I'm going to go those empathy. Four, yes, uh, and and on all those other, and these three other things you yes. need. I'm going to be the type of guy who comes, gives you what you need, uh, yeah. goes up and down. I'm not going to be swayed by the fact that you know what 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 is that someone just turned on the blender at orange julius across the hall and it fucking threw me off ah jeez, not me no i'm i'll be focused laser focused yes getting to the end of that runway turning around coming back Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna let anything in that mall uh throw me off no Uh, not one bit i don't care what i don't care if they drop in the fries over at the food court or Mm. whatever i'm gonna get it done so uh, you might want to hire me for something like that. Earlier in the episode, we talked about Madonna being 63. And we talked about how that's, that's got to make all of us feel old. Anybody who is uh, of my age or even anyone who knows Madonna. So the other thing that I was going to mention that will definitely make you feel old is uh, Slippery When Wet, Bon Jovi. I don't know. I think we all had it. 35 years old today, 35 years old, slippery when wet. It was, um, if you're of the era that I'm from, I don't know. There were, there were, there were not many albums that defined that era quite mm-hmm. like slippery when wet. It yeah. was, um, we all, I mean, every song on it is a hit. It was one of those albums that everybody had. You all, we all, I had it in every form. You could get slippery when wet. You know, you bought it on vinyl, then you bought it on cassette, then you bought it on CD, then you bought it on, uh, you know, 8-track, whatever. I bought Slippery When Wet probably seven different times. Slippery When Wet was one of those albums that you just, you just, it was that summer, whatever summer that was, 35 years ago, you popped it in, your car, cassette player, and, you know, you just, every car, you'd pull up at a stoplight and their windows would be down. This is on Long Island. I don't know if mm-hmm. you guys did it the same way we did it. But, I mean, every car would be playing, you know, Slippery When Wet and, and uh, You Give Love a Bad Name and all the songs on it. And uh, so that was 35 years ago. 35 
fucking years ago. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, this shit goes fast, Alex. This yeah. shit goes fast. And... I mean, you know, I some of some of it I remember vividly, and those are the things I talk about on this podcast. Some of it I remember every you know second of 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 the day thirty five years ago, and some of it is just gone. Mm-hmm. It's gone. Uh, so you gotta, you know, as shitty as things are right now, and they are shitty. They are shitty. I'm going to Guns and Roses tomorrow night. Uh, out here, and uh, we'll be. It'll be you guys listening just Thursday, so it's tonight for you. I'm going to Guns N' Roses here in in Los Angeles. Very excited about it. I mean, it's a whole event, but is it is it what it used to be? Will I be tailgating before the show out at the parking lot at Nassau Coliseum? You know, waiting to go see Brian Adams. No, it's a little different. We made dinner reservations downtown Los Angeles. We're going to a place. 6 p.m. dinner reservations. Have your nice dinner. Then head over to the to the stadium, and of course, yesterday, you know, just as where, where it's an outdoor venue, but just yesterday, I see the announcement happen that uh, now Los Angeles has uh, we are going back to masks outdoors venues as well. Now, just stay with me. So I'm like, do I really want to be at a three hour fucking you know Guns N' Roses concert? Where I, you know, the whole fun of going to any concert, not Guns N' Roses included, is to just, you know, sing along and mm-hmm. have some fun with the hits. But being to be all masked, you know, mm. uh, <laughs> welcome to the jungle, like it's worth every day, live your life on an animal. And I don't, I don't want to do yeah. it. So it did Something say. Something tells me around minute 45, <laughs> a lot of those are coming off. Well, here's the thing. The first they, hit, actually. They and well, it's it's all hits. They, yeah. I looked well, yeah, at the, I looked right. at the set list. If you're a Guns N' Roses fan, it's all the hits. Mm-hmm. They're they're not fucking around. They don't have any new music, so they're just giving you the hits. Yeah. And uh, and um, the, the 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 it doesn't go into effect mm-hmm. until midnight Thursday. So I think we might be at, we're gonna we're gonna get in under the wire. This, yeah. this concert's probably gonna end around eleven thirty. Uh-huh. And then boom, we're done. Mm-hmm. Now, now if I'm gonna be at a Dodger game or any outdoor event, it's the masks are back on. Unless you're eating or drinking, whatever. So now you just pretend you're constantly you're always eating yeah. or drinking, and right? You just that's, always have a soda. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You just that's what I do. Yeah. Uh that's how I figured it out my way. So I'm not I'm not happy about that. But unless you're on a flight we're on flights that even between bites, you know. So that could you just happen. Gotta, I, I uh so my point is things go fast. I uh so fast that, you know, my 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 daughter is is going to be Going to school. She's two, and we're sending it to a school. And the fucking paperwork for a kid to go to school, and I know many of you guys are going through it as well, or, or you've been through it and you've done it, and maybe some of you have moved on to grandkids. I don't, but I've never, who the fuck, there was no paperwork when I was going to, if there was paperwork, there's no way my parents knew how to fill out any type of paperwork. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what I think they signed my name on a on a bus tag that yeah. they put to on a on a on a button on my on my shirt and I knew what bus to get on and that was the end of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, fifty pages of paperwork. Did what do they do? What is their COVID? What are how they, many this? allergies do they have? So to, yeah. you just gotta be. I just gotta find a way to make shit. So I looked up this thing. Harvard's happiness expert shares two secrets to being happy. To start, you'll have to stop trying to be happy. 
Mm-hmm. Alex, that's what's depressing people. Trying to be happy. Stop it. You got to do a thing called. You got to set the bar low, you people. Got, you got to. You got to do. Don't a have thing, expectations. You got to do a thing called Spire. S P I R E. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know what that is, Alex? No. Spire. I'm going to tell you. Hold on. Let me scroll down. Because <laughs> I didn't actually read the article. Yeah. I just read the headline. You know, I have to see if this is any. It, it is a. What do they call that? A, a acronym. An acronym. Is an acronym. Okay, SPIRE, S-P-I-R-E. Spiritual. Okay. That's the S. Physical. These are the things that make you happy. Yeah. Be spiritual. I've tried that. Mm-hmm. Didn't work for me. Physical. Sure. Okay. It's, I always feel better when I feel like my shit is tight. So yeah. that, let's go with that. That's physical. Peace of body, peace of mind. Intellectual. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I feel, when I feel smart, which is rare, I feel good. Happy. Relational and emotional. That's spire. So these are just types of happiness. Yeah, it's just, you know, whatever. Just go along with the fucking... We just yeah. go, hey, we got to find something. Yeah. You want to talk about people jumping on planes, getting out of Afghanistan, or do you want to spire with me? You guys want to spire with me? Mm-hmm. So that's what we're doing, we're aspiring. So that's, those are the five ways to be. If you could somehow figure that out, sp- figure out what the fuck I was talking about, yeah. because I can't then you're going to be a happy person. So don't try to be happy. I say the best way to be happy is listen to cover to cover. Mm-hmm. Get yourself some Hawthorne because that is is, is yep. what makes me happy. Uh, get and your I'm husband ha- a nice pair of heels. Yes, get, get your husband some heels. Mm-hmm. And that will make, put on That'll Madonna and Bon Jovi <laughs> and that will make you happy. Yeah, honestly. If this, does, if this podcast does not make you happy, I don't know what we're doing, uh, we can do. Uh, we'll give you, we give you a little something a little bit of everything. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're not going to find many podcasts that go from Madonna to Jack Morris. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't happen. Mm-mm. So, and you can, you could cherry pick what you, what you could spire into what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I like to say that th- th- this podcast, I'll do, I'll do an acronym for this podcast. Okay. Fun. Fuck you nerds. <laughs> If you don't like it, that's the way I, that is my acronym for this podcast. If you yeah. like it, you like it. If you don't, we, we gave you Madonna, Jack Morris, Slippery When Wet. We gave you the, the heels. Don't, you don't want to. I mean, if, say you go to a party, the, the Christmas party this year. Yes. And, and you take your husband and your mm-hmm. husband, you know, he's probably not the best dresser in the world, but you could, you better put him in a pair of heels unless you yeah. want to be embarrassed when you walk in there and every guy in there is wearing a nice pair of heels. Mm-hmm. You're like, I should have listened. It was Chris, and your man showed Chris up in cargo it. shorts. Chris said it. Yeah. Get him some Hawthorne. Get him some heels. Smelling nice, looking nice, and uh, and that's the way it's going to be. Thank you all for listening, and uh, where we'll be back. Get a get a uh, get a Patreon. Come see me in San Diego. I got that show coming. Come see me in Philadelphia. Added a second show to Philadelphia. Uh, That is October 2nd at the City Winery in Philadelphia. Added a 6 p.m. show. Check that out. Uh, And we, you know, on and on and on. What do we got to get out of here, Alex? What's your uh, favorite song on Slippery One Wet? I mean, I, you know, right now I'm not, um, the songs are not coming to me, but I I, I want to say. Living on a Prayer, You Give Love a Bad Name, Wanted, Dead or Alive. I mean, right away. Those are the top three right there. But let's go with, uh, is, is, um, Oh shit! Give me the, give me some other ones. Are those you just have those? Social three disease. Uh, raise uh, your hands. Raise your hands. I like that raise song. Let's hands. go with raise your hands when he does it live. Bon Jovi. I mean, listen. Yeah, this one. Oh yeah. 
There I am in a parking lot in Smith Haven Mall, Long Island. Turn it up. Got my buddies next to me, Joe Roboto. He's there. Where's he now? I don't know. I think he's got throat cancer and he lives in Florida. Uh, who else is in the back seat? You got my friend Eddie Marn. What's he up to? He's a bit of a Christian wacko, but uh, he's doing okay for himself. Uh, who else is back there? That's my friend Frankie Nolan back there. You see him? Yeah. What's his story? He's a retired police officer. And he just came out as gay. Oh, that, wow. Okay. Really? And, yeah. You know, it's for <laughs> real. These are all, these are all real. Long Island. Uh, and, uh, and who else? And that's uh, Chris Gandali. What's he, what's he do? He worked for Sprint for a little while, and now he, he's got some shady business where he sells uh, a shampoo and conditioner out of the trunk of his car. Those are, my, those are my friends who were with me back then. How did their lives turn out? You just heard it. How did my life turn out? Look at me. I'm an international celebrity that's going to a house that I got at a, at a di- discounted rate in Scottsdale, Arizona next week because I'm famous. Wait, they give it to you at a discounted rate? Yes, most normal people pay more. But because I'm famous, I got it at a discounted rate. And that's where we'll be coming to you next week. Do I, ha- do I have uh, throat cancer and live in Florida? No. No. I might. I don't know. I mean, my throat sometimes hurts. Give it to me. Thank you, everybody, for being Patreon members. If you don't have a Patreon, get it. We're, give, we're, we're throwing a ton of stuff at you. And more fun stuff coming on Patreon. Bon Jovi's like doing all sorts of shit now. Mm-hmm. I think he needs to cut his hair. I really do. I mean... He, he's, you know, he's an older guy now, and he's still staying with like a. I think his hair's too big. He needs to just like go, cut it and just get it a little styled a little better. Mm-hmm. You know, it's gray and it's which is fine. It's not on gray hair, but it's a little too long. I would, if I were his stylist, I'd be like, let's go a different direction here. Yeah. He's got a, he's got a rose. He's Hampton water, living a lot. This was a good one. They miss Richie Sambora. This band misses Richie Sambora. I know they don't want to admit it, but I've seen them live with and without, and they miss Richie Sambora. I know I don't know where Richie Sambora is now. I think he's you know he's a bit of a drinker. I think and I think I he's selling shampoo out of the <laughs> trunk of his car. <laughs> he might be. <laughs> These are all true stories about what what has become of my friends. They're all nice people, but you know Long Island will suck the life out of you if you don't leave. I can only imagine what a closeted cop in Long Island does when he's upset at oh, you. Oh, my God. You know, he beats the shit out of you. Interesting times. I remember when he came, kind of came out as gay to us. You mm. know, when we were kids. Not kids. We were 17 or whatever. And we, yeah. we all kind of knew. Yeah. But I remember being a little, like, he would hit on, you know, he kind of, like, not head on. He's a sweetheart of a guy. Yeah. Great guy. Actually taught me how to drive. He'd like, just be himself around you. Yeah. Like, I, I, I owe a lot. Like, I learned a lot from him. Uh, his name was Frankie. Anyway, he, uh, I remember thinking that he never really, like, uh, made a move on me. And I was like, fuck, well, fuck him. You know, like, what's wrong with me? Like, yeah. What a dick. So, anyway, I was a little upset by that. Mm-hmm. I know I'm not gay, but I'm saying he could have thrown something my way. It made yeah. me feel a little good, you know, better about things. All right, anyway, we got to go, everybody. I got to take my daughter for a COVID test. Yeah, you heard that correctly. I got to take my two-year-old daughter to get a COVID test to go to school. Bye-bye.
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.